After these messages, we'll be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey, everybody. Welcome to After These Messages. This is a podcast where we talk about TV commercials. We talk about good ones. We talk about bad ones. And we talk about ones where people say weird shit like this. Hey, you dang woodchucks! Quit chucking my wood! My name is Andrew Walsh. I'm here with Genevieve Haz. Hey, Veeves. Hi, Andrew. We are recording this a little bit early this week. We are recording this as a third round of snow is starting to blanket Seattle on Sunday afternoon. We'll be posting this on Tuesday, though. Um, So this may be the last you hear of us. Yes, they'll uh, just find us in our home. I guess uh, our frozen dead bodies. Like uh, far side skeletons. Yes. Like Gary Larson-esque skeletons. <laughs> we have a really fun non-snow related show for you today. Uh, so I- I'm sure you guys have um, seen this, that Geico has been running a campaign. Geico, who has released more commercials than any single entity out there. They must be Surely. a world record yeah. holder. They've had so many different campaigns, recurring campaigns that uh, run at the same time. So uh, what they've been doing, they've been celebrating their legacy by uh, playing some of their greatest commercial hits on TV. I've never known another company to do that. To even have enough to do it. Exactly. And they're going back and they're playing classic commercials and they're having uh, viewers vote on what is their favorite. So because of all of that, uh, by the way, I just think the whole thing is brilliant. We'll talk more about that um but then i built a quiz to test your geico commercial knowledge okay so we'll go over that plus um i have an update i don't think you know about this but i have an update about a holiday commercial we had a question about okay got a little bit of clarity on that involving joe pesci all right i think i think i saw something about this okay in the news in the news and um we will check in with you guys you are the ad council and we've been asking you guys to come up with um good taglines for after these messages after these messages the podcast that blah 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 i think that i I think that sums it up i came up with that and, and yeah you thought that maybe we could just hone that a little bit. Make yeah. it a little bit sharper. There is a lot of blah, blah, blah on the show. I'll be honest. <laughs> we are in the midst of some blah, blah, blah yeah. as we speak. Um, so anyway, we will uh, go over that too. First though, let me just quickly um, talk to you about this uh, this update on the holiday commercial. I am talking about the Home Alone kind of revisit or reboot. Right. That, uh, the Adult Macaulay Culkin re- yeah. uh, reprises his role as Kevin McAllister, uh, but with the help of Alexa. Exactly. Or some other smart speaker that uh, I don't remember the it name It is of. Uh, Google Home is yes, actually who right. it is. And uh, it's a minute-long commercial. It got a lot of um, kind of, I guess, what do we say, earned media around the holidays because it was such a big deal. Everybody was talking about it on their talk shows. We talked about it on this talk show. Um, as a matter of fact, we talked about it when we had a gang of people over here on Christmas. I believe we recorded it on Christmas. And at the very end of the commercial, you see the wet bandits, you know, the the villain's van outside of Kevin's house. And we hear the voice of someone that we think is Joe Pesci. It sounds to me like it's from the original movie. Mm -hmm. They take a little clip of Joe Pesci. We never see Joe Pesci, but we hear this. Better get out of here before somebody sees us. And that, to me, sounds just like Joe Pesci. We discussed whether or not it might have been somebody imitating Joe Pesci. Uh, do you want to hear it one more time before the big reveal here? Play it one more time. Better get out of here before somebody sees us. 
So that sounds a lot like Joe Pesci to me. Well, uh, I woke up this morning. Uh, first thing I did was open up Twitter, which is, I think, what you're supposed to do. Before you go to bed and as soon as you wake yes. up, look at Twitter. When and your brain see is what... its most soft and gelatinous, <laughs> right. be sure to get whatever toxicity Twitter has to offer. Exactly. And I saw, I'm assuming that this is also airing on TV because it's exactly a minute long. And Google Plus has released a follow-up commercial. As a matter of fact, is there a chance this was a Super Bowl commercial? Because I'm noticing now that uh, on the TV, there's a TV set in this commercial. You see an overhead shot of a football stadium. Maybe it was a Super Bowl commercial, but if so, then it aired... I don't think it aired during the game. We paid really close attention. We were watching the whole game. Huh. Uh, Anyway. um, But there's so much content on either side, you know, theoretically. Yes. This might have been right before or after the Super Bowl. But you see a bunch of guys in some sort of a man cavey looking place. Uh, Wood paneled walls, by the way, which is a look that I like and would like to bring back. Heck yeah. Um, And uh, and they're watching TV. I didn't even realize one of these people watching TV is Joe Pesci himself. Have you seen this commercial? I've seen this without sound, so I don't know what the jokes of it are but i knew this had come out um joe pesci looking looking pretty good and right interesting he's got a full beard i've never seen yeah, him in I think, a full but beard i think he before. looks good i think he's aged very well yeah I think he's using some just for men i think he would probably be naturally Maybe. a little grayer i wonder if it helps that he was born an old man that you probably know, when does he was help. a young character yeah like I, I watched some of his you know early scenes um and yeah, he was never fresh-faced. No, he was never fresh-faced. He still seems older than me, even though he's probably in his 20s when he was <laughs> making these. Uh, in this commercial, they're really getting... Um, uh, Google is using every part of its commercial because what happens in, in this new commercial, you have Joe Pesci and his friends watching the Home Alone commercial that we talked about during the holidays. Oh, whoa. Everybody. Shh. Hey, Google, what's on my calendar today? You have one event called House to Yourself. So we're mostly watching the commercial we've already seen, only we're seeing it on Joe Pesci's TV now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's home alone. No? The name of the movie, he's home alone. Yeah, yeah. Google, add aftershave to my shopping list. Except he's big now. Hey, Google. (laughs) He's explaining the premise of the joke. I'll remind you. (laughs) (laughs) How about that face he makes? What about (laughs) Elliot? Keep the change, you filthy animal. Okay. (laughs) Hey, Google. Begin Operation Kevin. I love this. Okay, here's my big part. Watch. Better get out of here before somebody says (laughs) (laughs) this. I love the idea of Joe Pesci being so excited about one little line that he has in a commercial. Is delightful. I That's like that way more than better the than the first one. It, the, yes. it, it is a wonderful layer on the first one. And Joe Pesci is just, uh, I mean, he's a national treasure. I think that Joe Pesci is a better actor than Macaulay Culkin. Well, what do you think? Y- yes, I agree. <laughs> I don't know if you're familiar with the with his canon. With, with our film canon in America, right. but Joe Pesci's in a lot more movies. There is that, what's that movie where Macaulay Culkin is digging a um, a grave in the desert? And, he's gonna, <laughs> and I remember him kicking somebody. He kicked someone to death. Yeah, let's see. Uh, anyway, I'll figure that out later. Okay, I just wanted to start the show with that little bit of a follow-up because I was not that big of a fan of the original Home Alone, not original Home Alone movies, but the original Home Alone commercial that came out around Christmas. The I thought movie, it was a, The Ride. <laughs> right. 
Everybody knows that I am a, a, a Home Alone 3 loyalist anyway. Sadly, we do know that about you. Um, and we're still trying to work through our grief. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I thought that was charming. Let's uh, talk Great about it. Great job. Yeah. I mean, way to way to keep a joke alive and yeah. actually improve it, it, which is rare. Exactly. Here's, a, here's the rare sequel that's better than the original. <laughs> and you know what? Of course, my takeaway from this whole thing is, is uh, if I have a joke that only sort of works with you, I'm just going to um, keep on working on it and yep. telling it over and over and Till it find finally works. new ways to tell the joke. Until hey, if you, you get Joe Pesci to tell your jokes, maybe I'll laugh. Ugh. Take out some insurance on me, baby. Take out some insurance on me, baby. Well, if you ever, ever say goodbye, I'm gonna hold right over and die. Oh, if you want me, baby. All right, so um, as I mentioned, Geico did this thing that I thought was brilliant. They they launched a Best of Geico commercials campaign, and they launched it with this commercial. It's a parody of like a 1980s era um like greatest hits collection music compilation yes love songs of the from your your favorite love songs or right right whatever which you don't see as much anymore because everything because is internet? on demand i think yeah or we're not because watching the Spotify. right channels yeah um so here let's uh so this was I just think this is brilliant. So you see a, a man and a woman in there, like hanging out in a very '80s style. Again, wood paneling on the walls. The wood paneling. Um, he's got a turtleneck with a jacket over it. She's got the knee high, high heeled leather boots and the, like the '70s era sweater. I love her look, by the way. She dresses like Elizabeth in the Americans. Yes, um, this look will never get old for me. Um, and I believe it begins. You're going to hear the audio of probably the most famous Geico commercial. <laughs> Holy smokes. Hey, Kurt. Are you watching the best of Geico? I sure am, Linda. They've been saving folks money for years. And now they're re-airing some of their all-time greatest hits with classics like Hump Day, Caveman Airport, and even Celebrating Squirrels. <laughs> this crudite is great, but those Geico ads are even better. But that's not all. Vote today and you can enter for a chance to appear in an upcoming Geico commercial. Just visit geico.com slash of. Oh, Geico. <laughs> I think that is great. Now, have you seen, like, I've seen the Caveman Airport one air. I've seen the squ- Celebrating Squirrels air. The the two that they cite by name in oh, that. Oh, air recently. Have aired mean. recently, yeah. Right. Um, I saw the Hump Day one, I believe, air. The Hump Day's been airing pretty frequently. Yeah, yeah. I they, don't know know that's, I... they know that's a winner. Do you know that I did not really, I mean, I knew of the Geico Caveman campaign, obviously, is a very famous campaign. It's one of the few campaigns that actually launched a real TV show. Yeah, I was going to say, you briefly. actually got into the campaign because you were such a fan of the TV show. <laughs> right. Actually, I never saw the TV show. But no one did. I didn't remember the actual present, the, the actual premise, I should say, of the campaign. Actually, don't answer me if you do or not. Because I that totally might blow do. Some of the quiz questions. Because what I did was I created a quiz for you based on old Geico uh, TV commercials. Um, by the way, it looks like the number one, all the votes are in. And I think number one first place was, of course, uh, Geico Camel Hump Day. I mean, Hump Day was, it was never in competition. It's not even my favorite of all of their many ads. But um, I mean, it was iconic. It really was. Uh-oh. <laughs> Guess what day it is? <laughs> guess what day it is? Huh? Anybody? Julie, hey, guess what day it is? Oh, come on, I know you can hear me. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> Leslie, guess what today is? It's hump day. Woo-hoo! 
Donnie, how happy are folks who save hundreds of dollars switching to Geico? I'd say happier than a camel on Wednesday. Hump day. Get happy. So that was part of their, um, uh, as uh, what I think the happy campaign, I can remember what it's called. Um, yeah, well, they had those two dudes playing little u- little ukuleles on a little stage, and they would say, yeah, as happy as a blank or as, yeah. as whatever as a blank. You know, that Mike, the, the Hump Day commercial was so popular that, remember, they did like a, so they did a sequel to that commercial where just they just had regular old people at a zoo oh, right. quoting the commercial to each other and saying like, Mike, 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 and right. like in at the camel you know, display at right. the zoo. The I mean, camel enclosure, right? Yeah, yeah, they have definitely like uh, been able to like get do meta jokes about their own stuff for a long time, long before this uh, newest campaign. I blew my joke. I forgot about this. I wrote this in the script before. I was supposed to say, guess which commercial won? Guess which commercial won? <laughs> Does anybody know which commercial won? And then I was going to play it, and then I forgot. Uh-oh. See, that's it. It doesn't, we can retake it if doesn't you want. pay to write down your jokes. <laughs> um, uh, all right. So based on um, this campaign that they're doing, I just put together a quiz just based on uh, Geico commercials. So let's get going here. I got my bell here. Uh, do not have a buzzer because you're not going to get any of these wrong. This is actually going to be most of the show today. I got 10 questions. What we need is somebody to let me steal a buzzer from their establishment. Oh yeah! Get at me if you have, if you want to buy a buzzer that I can steal. Barry, uh, <laughs> Barry bought us this bell. Barry bought us this bell. Barry from Broadcast bought us this bell. All right, uh, let's see here. So, question number one: This commercial stars the Geico Gecko, who is talking to the founder of the company, or you know, an actor portraying the founder of the company. They're in the CEO's office, and the Gecko is standing uh, on the desk uh, while the founder talks. Take a listen to this. Geico's been saving people money on car insurance for over 70 years. And who doesn't want value for their dollar? Been true since the day I made my first dollar. Where is that dollar? I got it out to show you. Uh, was it rather old and wrinkly? Yeah, you saw it? Okay, what did the Gecko spend that dollar on? A soda vending machine. A soda vending machine. Let's go to the tape. Oh, uh, fancy a crisp? Oh, uh, it was a crisp vending machine. There was actually crunching yeah, in the background, damn it. which I thought was going to give it away. You were so close, was so close, and I almost just said vending machine. I would have had to ask yeah. for uh, more because the options were going to be cookies, candy, potato chips, or soda. Uh, potato chips is how I say crisps. Right. Um, so anyway, you are uh, falling behind early in the early in the game. I feel like it's clear that I knew what the commercial was about, though. What did the gecko spend the dollar on? And you said a soda vending machine. I would argue that that oh, is it was wrong. All right. Uh, here's a bonus question for you. What is the gecko's first name? Gosh. Is it Michael? Is it Marvin? Is it Martin? Or is it Miles? Um, I want to say Martin or Miles. I'm going to guess. I want to say Crouch Cream. <laughs> I want to say I want to say Gordon because, of course, the most famous gecko is Gordon Gecko. Oh right, yeah. Um, no, I guess I'm going to say Miles. You're going to say Miles. I'm going to say <laughs> it is actually Martin. Oh. Now here's the dealio. 
I don't know how everybody knows its name is Martin, but all over the internet, it's Martin the Martin the Gecko. Uh-huh. Do you know why it's called Martin the Gecko? Martin the Gecko. No. Because the ad company that has done all of these Geico ads is called the Martin Agency. Oh, clever. So at some point, I, I, at some point they uh, named the Gecko Martin, I guess. I don't know if it ever, appe- I don't know if that name appears in a commercial, but it just seems to be uh, it's known. It's understood. It's understood. It is known. All right. Last Gecko uh, related question. Where does the very first Gecko commercial take place? Where does the very first gecko commercial take place? I can give you some options yeah, or give you me can some go options. for it. All right. In a classroom, in a TV studio, in a press conference, or in the gecko's living room? A classroom, TV studio, press conference, or living room? I'm going to say a press conference. Let's find out. Oh, okay. This is my final plea. I am a gecko. Oh, it's the voice is so different. Which could save you hundreds on car insurance. So stop calling me. Geico. And then he licks his eye at the end. Remember that one? It was a quick 15-second one. Even though it seems like that's a commercial responding to something else, that is the very first one. And the joke was, Gecko Gecko. Gecko holds a press conference saying, please stop calling me about Geico. Geico sounds like Gecko. Obviously, that is uh, Kelsey Grammer's voice, who Mm -hmm. I think only did that one. I don't know if he did any more. And then it became, um, it was like four people. Uh, The other famous person to do it, I hadn't heard of him, but his name was uh, Jake Wood, uh, an English actor who was in the EastEnders. Oh. I, think, and there was I mean, I've certainly heard of the where... EastEnders. Uh, it's a very famous, uh, long-running TV show, but I'm not familiar with it. I think it's like a sort of a soap opera. He lost the gig in 2015 and went online to complain about it uh, on Twitter because apparently they tried to cut his pay, and he refused to take a pay cut, so they got rid of him, and then he uh, was not happy about it online. I think four different people did the voice. So let's see. You got that one right. Um, one out of three so far. Is that right? Yes. Well, okay. are we counting the Miles Martin one as a, a question? I said it's a bonus, but it's one of the ten. So you're a little f- fuzzy on the concept of bonus, but okay. Uh, if you ever did a quiz uh, for me asking uh, how much I know about bonuses... <laughs> I wouldn't do very well. All right. So similar to uh, that last Gecko question, where does the first Geico caveman commercial take place? Where does the first caveman commercial take place? Do I get choices? You do. They're going to sound familiar. A classroom, a TV studio, (laughs) a museum, or the caveman's living room? I want to say this one is museum because I think they're in a museum and they see, you know, like a display of cavemen and something derogatory about their level of intelligence. And they're there as like tourists. Okay, let's go to the tape. It's so easy to use Geico.com. A caveman could do it. What? Not cool. They're on a TV set and they're doing a commercial. And when he says so easy, even a caveman can do it. Suddenly we see that a caveman is holding the boom mic. And he says, what? And he throws down the boom mic and he storms out. Let's take one more listen to this. It's so easy to use Geico.com. A caveman could do it. What? (laughs) Not cool. I did not know you were there. I didn't know I could change. (laughs) <laughs> it's pretty good, man. It's a great it's a great joke. I got to say, 
Did they? Did I just make up the museum one? Um, yeah, I chose museum because I thought it would be um, kind Trixie. of tricky because you know they're cavemen. Yeah. Um, another one. The next one does take place in the cavemen's living room. They're sitting around, and then that commercial comes on, and they get mad again. One takes place in a restaurant where the executive who came up with the campaign is trying to apologize to them, and the one caveman orders the roast duck, and the other one just says. I lost my appetite and hands <laughs> and hands the mid like the acting in these are really good. These came out. These were a phenomenon during a period when I didn't have TV about 2006. And so I wasn't really paying attention to this stuff. And today, for the first time ever, I went back and I watched the entire campaign. It's only about it's less than 10 commercials. Mm-hmm. Um, the one in the airport is the one that made the top five. You mentioned that. Yeah, right? he's just on on the moving sidewalk. And he passes a poster, like a billboard for Geico that has that slogan about oh, even a caveman could do it. And he just looks defeated. And he's mm-hmm. like, he's just like a weary business traveler who's like one more indignity piled on him. Yes. As and, he as he returns, as he goes through the airport. And there's a couple of quick follow-ups to that, which I don't know where they aired. Um, but like there's another one. The one that comes right after that is he's now, he's back staring at that small little billboard and he's talking on his cell phone you just hear his end of the conversation he's like yeah i know well i'm looking right at it <laughs> <laughs> like geico promised them they would stop the campaign they were, it was such a built-out universe that i can understand why someone incorrectly but nevertheless thought that maybe there was like a, enough of a premise for a sitcom here and, and honestly the acting the people who are acting are very charming i mean they yeah. pull it off really well so you and it's it's I mean, I guess I'm, it's like somebody saying, like, the Beatles were really, yeah, it was a hugely popular campaign that I just sort of missed out on. Yeah. So uh, I was l- lolling today. Okay. Maxwell the pig okay. is another famous. I hate that pig. I don't like him either. He's sort of obnoxious. Where does the first Maxwell the pig commercial take place, my friend? In an airplane, in a car, on a train, or on a farm? I've definitely seen a plane, and I've definitely seen a car. I'm going to say the car one was first. Could switching to Geico really save you 15% or more on car insurance? Did the little piggy cry wee, wee, wee all the way home? He's in the back seat of a car, leaning out with some pinwheels. The, the woman who's driving him home and her kid have had enough. Wait, wait, wait! Yeah? You're home. Oh, cool. Thanks, Mrs. A. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. It's a hard commercial to listen to, but again, the acting is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Pretty good. Uh, You got another one right. Okay. Um, Is that just two for me so far? That might be two for you. I think. I'm not doing very well here. Well, what can you do? Um, the co- This commercial that I'm about to play for you is part of the Easier Way to Pay campaign. There are so many campaigns. Yeah. I was on the I was on the Wikipedia page today. Like I can't even I can't even begin to um, list them all here. But anyway, uh, this is part of the Easier Way to Pay campaign, and it takes place on a hockey rink where an animal is playing goalie. Take a listen to this. Geico makes it easy to get help when you need it. With licensed agents available 24-7. It's not just easy. Now, how easy is it? It is as easy as what kind of animal playing goalie? An elephant, a giant squid, a walrus, or a penguin? I think it's... A giant squid? A giant squid? Let's take a listen. Agents available 24-7. It's not just easy. 
adding a walrus and goalies. Oh, why would a walrus be good at it? It's just a really big walrus. It just like fills up the goal. He just fills up the entire goal. Yeah. I thought it like a squid would have like lots of arms. That's why I'm such a good quiz master. Yeah. I thought you might think a squid would <laughs> have a lot of arms. Um, all right. In this next commercial, you have a rapper, notably a white rapper, auditioning in an almost empty club. Do you remember this one? I don't think so. I don't think I'd ever seen this one before. Um, the club's manager. We've seen this scene before, right? Like a club manager. It's like daytime and they're like sitting in the club by themselves while people are trying out to maybe be the evening entertainment. Right. right. And so you have this white rapper and then you have the the black club manager and two members of like his employ watching this guy rap. Don't say no bad words because you wait no puppet shout. Always <laughs> use good manners when you're eating a sloppy jow. Yeah. Go on and on and on and on. Okay. We should have done this for our, our sound-alike show. <laughs> Why? Well, it's clearly meant to parody, like, um, you, like Slim Shady. You think it's Eminem or, or Eminem-esque? That the, like, the hook in that music is. Um, we are about to learn what the rapper's name is in this commercial. I've never seen this one. Is his name Vanilla Custard, <laughs> Slim Shady, Flyboy Middle Seat, or Mr. Jigglefly. Would you like to hear them again? Because I worked hard on these. Yes. Vanilla Custard, Slim JD, Flyboy Middle Seat, or Mr. Jigglefly? Yikes. Um, I hope it's Vanilla Custard, so I'll, I'll guess that. Okay, let's take a listen. Yahoo. Yeah. Go on and on and on and on. Peace. Mr. Jiggyfly, I have good news. <laughs> Enjoyed it then? No, I just saved a bunch of money on my car insurance by switching to Geico. I've never seen this one. I am giving that buzz to both of us because I said Jigglefly. I wrote down Jiggyfly, but I said Jigglefly. Right. And it's Jiggyfly. So really, I didn't have a right answer to guess. You did not. Ha- you couldn't have gotten it. <laughs> uh, so that one is on me. Um, let's see here. Geico made a fake commercial for a fake reality TV show. They did a whole bunch of these kind of Those parody- I remember. Oh, yeah. God. These parodies are so damn great. All right. In this uh, fake reality TV show, a newlywed couple is trying to get along in tough Circumstances. I want to play the beginning of this for you. The marriage was built to last. You are so awesome. But the house. But the house was what? I know it. What was the problem with the house? Okay, you don't want to hear the options? I get two dings. I get two points if I guess it without hearing the thing. I I ding the bell twice. That's your reward? My reward is I get two points. Okay. I decide. Okay. (laughs) Was it a tiny house? It was indeed a tiny house. They've been showing that one. small. This is kind of awesome. How long are we here? For one year, sparks will thrive. This is not awesome. I just want to make an omelet. Oh, are you kidding me? The drama will be real, but it won't save you any money on car insurance. (laughs) Geico. Oh, so good. Like you're watching you're watching TV and then all of a sudden you think you're seeing a commercial for one product. There's one where it's for like male pattern baldness yeah. and then it turns out it's for Geico. These are brilliant, man. Yep. Why doesn't anybody ever talk about how brilliant Geico commercials are? <laughs> well, there's, a, there's only one podcast out there talking about it. 
Yeah. And it's us. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, how about this one? Geico made some fake commercials in an expose television format. Okay. Uh, which one of the following TV characters were targeted in one of these ads? Barney Fife, Jed Clampett, Ross Geller, or Michael Scott? Which one was the target of this kind of, I guess, expose television show? I want to say it was Barney Fife. You want to say it was Barney Fife? I do too. Let's take a listen. Jed Clampett. Oh, that was my second choice. Barely keeping his family fed. When in the summer of 63, he was shooting at some food, becoming a millionaire overnight. Soon afterward, he loaded up his truck and moved to Beverly Hills. I was suspicious of this whole Texas tea theory. A new investigation reveals that in the summer before Jed moved away from there, he switched his car insurance to Geico, saving a substantial sum of money. Geico, 15 minutes. Oh, man. They, the visuals on that are mwah. <laughs> Do you remember that now? Uh, vaguely, yeah. Alright, I think this is the last one here. Uh, same campaign. Which of these cartoon characters were also targeted in a Geico expose? Okay. Was it Elmer Fudd? Was it Papa Smurf? Was it George Jetson? Or was it Fred Flintstone? Would you like to hear them again? Um, Elmer yeah. Fudd, Papa Smurf, George Jetson, or Fred Flintstone? I think it was one of I think it was one of the Hanna Barbera because I was thinking it was either going to be Flint I, I was thinking it was going to be Flintstone before you said the names so I guess I'll go with my original instinct you were going to say Flintstone before I even gave the options yeah so I'll say Fred Flintstone let's take a listen Fred Flintstone an employee of Slate Rock Gravel Company his wife <laughs> Wilma a stay at home mom Yet on this working man's salary, how did Wilma afford a necklace made of huge rocks? <laughs> Mr. Slate pays well, but he doesn't pay that well. An investigation would reveal that Fred had the Flintmobile insured with Geico, saving a couple untold amounts of money. Their friendship with the Rubbles would soon become strained. <laughs> the images that they get, I'm assuming that they pull these images from real cartoons. They didn't redraw them. And yeah. it's fantastic. Yeah, that's great. What were you going to say? You look like you have something on your mind. No. Um, I uh, I did try to trick you with that one by throwing Elmer Fudd in the mix, too, because there's a different Elmer Fudd uh, commercial from a different Geico campaign. Did switching to Geico really save you 15% or more on car insurance? Does Elmer Fudd have trouble with the letter R? Shh. Be very quiet. I'm hunting wabbits. Okay, cut. It's I'm hunting rabbits, Elmer. Let's try that again. Shh! I'm hunting wabbits. Cut! Rabbits. Wabbits. Rabbits. Wabbits. Rabbits with an R. Oh, this duet is starting to love me the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I mean, the, their budget is notoriously huge, yeah. obviously for just the creative, you know, power of making all these things and then the, all the ad buys. But now you're talking about buying the rights to these licensing properties. These properties. Licensing. It's, yeah. it's just nuts. It's incredible. Anyway, I had so much fun. Like That's I could have gone. That was a fun quiz. I wasn't very good at it, but it was fun. There are so many more. Are there any Geico commercials that you uh, that I left off the list that you would like to hear? This is our opportunity. I'm putting you on the spot. Oh gosh, I should have thought about it. I know. Um, I didn't even think about this until I started that sentence. Yeah. No. I, uh, those were those were a good walk down memory lane. Yeah. Uh, when you it, 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 listener, take a moment 
to have your mind blown and just type in Geico commercials Wikipedia and go to the page. They list every single campaign. There are ones that you have forgotten about. Yeah. Um, the uh, happier than a. Did we have any of those? I don't think so. The happier than a. The first. Well, there's, that's the camel, right? Oh, that's right. The camel. That's right. We started with that one. Um, I think the very first one was uh, a Gallagher joke. A couple is at a. Um, a farmer's market. Oh, happier than Gallagher at a yeah at a farmer's market. He's just got his hammer and he's just smashing. And it's really Gallagher, right? Yeah, it's really. I don't, how do they afford Gallagher? How could anyone afford Gallagher? How did they afford? It might have been Gallagher's brother, Gallagher Two. <laughs> real thing. It's a real. Uh, I don't think he's really called Gallagher Two, is he? I will bet you a hundred dollars. He right. is. All he right. is. There were ads for Gallagher too, who looks just like Gallagher. Oh is God. Gallagher's brother, and he smashes things with a giant mallet. Let's check in with the ad council. Everybody's talking at me. I don't hear words saying. Only the echoes of my mind. I don't know how well that came off. I had so much fun making it. Sometimes I thought it was the fun. Ones, yeah, was it? Yeah. Because I was worried maybe that it was so visual at the end. Well, I, I couldn't see anything, so okay. I, I had the same experience that the listener did. Okay, good. Um, all right, well, let's check in with the ad council here. Uh, did you want to read this one? I think you pulled this email, right? I did. You know, several weeks ago, we talked about... Um, in our preview to the Super Bowl show, we talked about that Coke ad that was kind of a little twee cartoon about everyone can enjoy Coke, whether you're, you know, a Nazi or a freedom fighter. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing. Whether you're a hero or a traitor. Yes. Like, uh, remember that somebody asked that during, it was, um, who's the CNN Silver Fox? Anderson Cooper asked that as a debate question. I'll never forget this. I was so mad. An actual debate question for, I want to say, the Democratic primary is, is Jon Snowden a hero or a traitor? Right. Like, like way to be reductive can and you also, say that about anybody yeah is anderson cooper a hero or a traitor yeah it's so reductive and it's so uh, loaded and uh yeah the idea that there's a, that that's a binary that like you know it's ridiculous yes anyway, bad yeah. job anderson um this is so uh, in, in talking about that commercial uh Andrew, you you and i took some exception to it not not outrage like let's write coke a mean letter or stop drinking coke um, but kind of like, eh, it's a little bit weak and it wasn't, it wasn't a great ad. It didn't make me want to drink Coke and it felt a little bit like, um, sort of trying to both sides it. Right. And I had kind of said, like, we think of that, that Coke campaign, like one of the most iconic Coke commercials was from the sixties. I want to teach the world to sing. It drafted off. The Actually the seventies. It's seventies. Okay. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. And it drafted off of the, the hippie movement. And I was like, you know, did people kind of like roll their eyes at that at the time because now we just look at that with through these nostalgic coke colored glasses <laughs> and um, and it just seems like boy that commercial really captured a moment and so now you have you know decades later you have this commercial where it's kind of like hey you don't see things the way I see things but we can both drink coke and we felt like that was weak tea but yeah. how will history treat it well um, listener Steve remembers that ad from when uh, from when it first came out and he writes uh, I remember well when the Teach the World to Sing ad mm. came out in 1971. There are definitely parallels then in terms of divisions in society, although this was a few years after the most tumultuous year of 1968. So that was, mm. you know, the Vietnam War, uh, both MLK and RFK were assassinated, uh, the Democratic 
uh, riots in Chicago at the convention in mm-hmm. uh, in Chicago. Um, Bill, uh, sorry, Steve goes on. Uh, 1970, the 1971 ad was a clear play to the younger generation and a part of the response to the Pepsi generation ads uh, of that period, which oh. I guess Pepsi had sort of tried to position itself as like a younger, hipper alternative to Coke. The Pepsi generation, yeah, that was still going on in the 90s. The choice of a young, the choice, the choice of, of a, a new, new generation, generation right? Yeah. Oh, I see. They kind of maybe rebooted it or recrafted it. Yeah. Um, he says, but Coke's was a more political message that, quote, our parents may make war over their differences, but we realize we're all basically the same mm. and we'll bring peace to the world. Mm. Interesting. Um, he says, the ad tacitly highlighted generational differences while celebrating the hope of unity of the younger generation, despite differences of race, nationality, and culture. It tapped into a naive faith in a colorblind future that was definitely of that time. Uh, and while a ni- the 1971 ad seems pretty anodyne now, I have no doubt that it pissed off a lot of racists from Boston to Birmingham, <laughs> as well as a fair number of older people who didn't need a bunch of long-haired peaceniks teaching them anything, including to sing in perfect harmony. Mm, yeah, I'm sure. Um, so, yeah, uh, I-, I think probably, you know, to the degree that people got exercised, got, I mean, maybe it was less of an outrage culture back then, so who knows mm-hmm. it, what the what the response was yeah uh and again no one's outraged about this coke ad by the way like i'm not trying to say that there's some big groundswell but it's interesting to hear kind of like you know a report back from that time of like kind of how it was received and what it who what it was speaking to yeah uh and steve has one more point for us which is uh as you know uh you and i never know what anything is called especially if it's related to military or Mm -hmm. nasa or technology uh he says Surprisingly, just as the spaceships that landed on the moon were called landers, the spaceships that orbited the moon were called orbiters. Oh, yeah, because so, I kept on saying, like, what do you call the lander that doesn't <laughs> land? What do you call the lander that doesn't That's land? That's actually a riddle, actually, I think. <laughs> like, if you can answer that, you can cross the bridge. So thank you, Steve. And, yeah, th- thanks for just, you know, kind of giving us... Um, a little postcard from the past on that. A little perspective. Um, now, we have been um, asking people to come up with a good catch uh, or tagline, I should say, a slogan for after these messages. Um, and we have a copy of Love Over Gold, a paper ga- paperback copy of that that we are uh, going to give the winner. And uh, we have a couple more submissions this week, right, Vives? That's right. So far, uh, because it's real, like once we come up with it, I really want to use it. For, yeah. our, for our podcast. So I've been really... Yeah, that's why we're kind of just letting this play yeah. out. We know people, you know, listen. Sometimes it not, they don't listen to the show the week that it comes mm-hmm. out. You know, people are kind of catching up sometimes. So we're going to just let this play out until we... We feel good about it. Yes. Um, so we have two more submissions today. This first one is from Jason. I haven't listened to this one, but you have. Is I that have. correct? Yes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yes. Oh, no. What? I, this Jason uh, had put this on the Facebook page. Uh, and I said, call it in. So oh, that's right, because we're only accepting them if you call our voicemail right. so number. Thank which you, we'll, Jason. We'll give you the number again in a second, but first, here's Jason. Hi there, this is Jason calling from Los Angeles. And um, I posted a, a slogan suggestion, tagline, slogan, tagline, mm, uh, on the group. And um, uh, then I was commanded by Genevieve to, uh, mm. to phone it in. So I'm phoning it in. So am I. <laughs> Hi-o. After these messages, we hit the spot. There you go. Ooh. Pretty tight, right? Ooh. Yeah. We hit the spot. Yeah. You get you don't like yeah. you don't like spot. You always shy well, away from spot, but I I like spot as I, a synonym mm-hmm. for advertisement. I like it. You can play around with it, but if you have never heard of our show before, it doesn't really tell you anything about the show. That's true. But it I is mean, a front runner, though. I will say I like if this. If we more can't than use it, maybe Spotless so could use it. 
Ooh, we already have two taglines, though, I think. Uh, what are our spotless taglines? I always forget them. Cleanliness is next to podliness. Right. And That's my came, fave. And we came up with a new one to end the show, which is, um, oh, uh, life is messy, but it doesn't have to be. All right, so this next one, I haven't listened to this voicemail yet, uh, but it is from, I mean, this better be good, because this is from our chief marketing officer, Taylor yeah. in uh, D.C. Now, is she eligible? Because she is on our payroll. That's a question. Now... <laughs> We've never paid her, so right. that would be interesting. Maybe she deserves the book more than anybody else. <laughs> She's actually gotten us on the radio. She played a clip of I our know. show on a DC radio show talking so cool. about podcasts. Yeah. So um, so she's done more for this show than anybody, including you and I at this point, yeah. arguably. Arguably. Um, and she texted me the other day and she said, I'm sure everybody has already submitted this. I'm behind in the podcast. And she texted me what her uh, tagline suggestion is. And I said, no, Taylor, nobody has suggested that. And I need you to officially suggest it. You don't know what it is, right? I know. All right, let's take a listen. Hey, guys, it's Taylor calling from DC. I'm calling during everybody's Super Bowl because as your chief marketing officer, I realized I was being derelict in my duty if I didn't call in with a tagline. So here it goes. After these messages, ads without the TV. That's it. Power out. <laughs> ads without the TV. Yeah, that's pretty or, good. what about after these messages, all the commercials without all that television or, or something, something that like kind of elevates the idea of commercials. Yeah. And denigrates the idea of TV shows. All right, yeah, no, I think that is getting real close. Very, I very feel close. Like. Yeah, we've got a lot of lot of contenders. Yes, here. I think we're really. We're really Dialing getting close. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about that. Yeah, at, at some point we'll we'll give you plenty of notice, um, listeners, when we're going to close the submissions, and then at some point we'll wrap up everything we have and do a full. Uh, you know, audit of everything and, and do some good discussion about it. Um, I am now doing something that I really shouldn't do, but now that I'm in the voicemail program, I'm seeing that a new one uh, did come in that I don't. Are think you want to do this on the to. fly? Let's just do it on the fly. Sure. I can tell from the transcript that uh, this is somebody with a tagline. It looks like it's Doug. Let's. Ju- this is new to all of us. Let's take a listen. Hey, Andrew and Genevieve, this is Doug from Bothell. I have a great tagline here that I can't believe nobody else has said. And it's a podcast adventure. Now, let me do it in three takes. A podcast adventure. A podcast adventure. Mm. And maybe, let's see, somewhere in between. A podcast adventure. Mm. All right. I like I adventure. Thanks. Yeah, that's right up your alley. It's so you, funny. You try to make a, a uh, pun that, with the word "ad" for our title every that would week. Be, yeah, Andrew knows. Like my platonic ideal of a show title is something that's just like um, terrible. T- a terrible pun using the word "ad." <laughs> Can I just go through? Since we're just we're a little bit loose here, and it's been a pretty short show, and we're yeah. basically done here. Let me go through some of your um, my, my more my more. Uh, Stellar yes. efforts. Okay, here. so our show on space, we or the moon, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know it was about the space race. We called that ad space. I that, like that to one. me that is ideal. Good. Yes, okay. it's a it's a phrase, an understood phrase that has two meanings in this sense. Okay, and then I don't even remember what the topic one he, uh, the topic here was. But welcome to the jungle, baby. You're gonna buy that and that one. I love that was about when animals attack. Oh, because it's about animals. By attacking, the way, before right? we called it, you welcome to the jungle, baby. You're gonna buy. It was called when animals add. That's right. That's right. I think I actually changed it on the site after it was up yeah, there for a while. If right? you downloaded the show like within 15 minutes of it going up, you got the first title. Um, 
holiday, holiday. I don't right, even that know one was what just that. Sort of yeah, weird. right. Okay. Um, all right. Grand Theft Audio was pretty good. Yeah. Um, How Quizly We Forget was fantastic. Um, story selling. Story selling. That's a that's a that's a kind of like title I like. Adjucation. Yep. Because it was about uh, for-profit university commercials, I believe. That yep. one is terrible. Nope, I'm sorry. Great. That is terrible. Um, let's see here. Jerry Ad Tricks. <laughs> I assume those were commercials uh, targeting older people. Either targeting or, or starring. Um, basic Pitches. That's okay, a that's great one. That's pretty good. Um, let's see here. I'm just looking for the ones that use the word ad in it because yeah. those are the ones that you always come up with. Sell It Like Selleck was a good title. Sell It Like Selleck was wonderful. I think I'm going to take credit for that one. Yeah. Um, a League of Their Ads. Yep. What was that? It. Baseball related? Yeah, what I think even so. was that? I think it was baseball. That's terrible. Um, Getting medieval on your ads. <laughs> okay, that's awesome. <laughs> How far back did we go? That one was from uh, nine months ago. We'll yeah. end it there. Go. That was episode number 130, Getting Medieval on Your Ads. I like that one. Yes. So, you know, I don't hate everything. <laughs> you can't sell Thank you for producing the show. Sure, I'm sorry it was I only a, 40 minutes long. That's no, why that's I started okay. playing random I've, voicemails I've at been the end. S- I've been sick week after week, and then I woke up today with a migraine of all things. Which you've never even had a migraine before. Um, I've had a couple, but it's well, rare. Um, yeah. And it was just a, a bad morning for me in that way. But Which I'm feeling better now. weird because you're unbreakable. You always tell me that you're unbreakable. Now I'm, I've gone from being unbreakable to being Mr. Glass. In the span of three weeks. I know, but that's how fast it happens. <laughs> well, I, I'm glad you're feeling better. Thank I you. hope you're feeling better. I am. Um, uh, tell people how they can find us on Facebook. You can find us at the Facebook group. It is After These Messages show, uh, or yeah, just After These Messages Facebook group. You'll find us. Uh, you can email us at After These Messages show at Gmail. And you can always call us. And remember, that's how taglines are sent in mm-hmm. at 607 444 That's 607 444 We'll talk to you I'm okay there to, are you I'm are you having to, a stroke i'm trying to think of an ad pun that we can go, <laughs> <laughs> that we can go. we'll be back at you next week perfect once again back again with the caravan of ancestors from pakistan karachi